This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and last longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So... If this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Creative Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Bonus episode! Bonus episode! PWG! Battle of Los Angeles 2019. The finals! Yeah! Welcome back, everybody, to another bonus episode. Bonus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from me here, my right-hand man, the man with the plan, the one the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Oh, howdy. Oh, howdy, Stephen. Howdy. How's it going today, man? It's going good. It's going good. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. (laughs) This is about our third take doing the intro, so... Yeah. (laughs) We're having a lot of fun here, you guys. Yeah. Uh, We just watched a very long show. Yes. But, I'd say all in all, pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, There there were definitely some parts where I was like, okay, guys, let's let's bring this home. Okay. 
Yes, uh, I mean, I, I would definitely agree. Uh, we are speaking, of course, about PWG's Battle of Los Angeles, uh, 2019. If y'all have kept up with our bonus episodes that we were that we've been uh, sending out midweek uh, for the last couple weeks here, you'll know that uh, we've been talking about this show for well, I guess this would be the third week. I, that's how math works, right? There's three nights. That's yeah. There's three nights. This here. What we're reviewing today is the finals. So if you haven't had a chance to catch up on those bonus episodes previously, go back, check them out, and you can come back to this one. Or you can listen to this one's now. I, I mean, it's really up to you. I, I mean, we're not telling I, you what to do, but... I, I don't care what you do, really. Yeah. I mean, you're your own person. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Um, I mean, I care a little bit. Steven probably cares. I care about you. I Yes. The listener. We, we care about you personally. Mm-hmm. But not your choices yeah, or actions. Yeah, that 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 I have no impact on. <laughs> if if you if you have your life set course to what Headlock Talk does, first off, thank you, thank you, and good job. And you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> but you are your own people, so we're not going to tell you what you have to do. Man, we're in a weird mood today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where this is going. Me neither. To be honest with you. Um, Battle of Los Angeles, <laughs> yeah, night three. Bola. <laughs> um, it was a, like I said, it's a, it's a long show because if you really think about it, um, Battle of Los Angeles weekend for PWG is like WrestleMania weekend for WWE. Right. Um, you get independent talent from all over the world uh, coming in to do uh, uh, shows for PWG. And uh, night three is definitely the biggest night of them all. Mm-hmm. This is very telling because night three here is about three and a half hours long Yeah. Uh, as, as far as like video content. If you were a fan in attendance, you were probably there for easily four, five, maybe even six hours. Yeah. Who knows? Easily. Um, I would say there's a lot of good stuff compared to Nights 1 and Night 2. Not that Nights 1 and Night 2 sucked, um, but, I mean, I would say that the, the high-end quality matches are very, very high-end. Yes. And uh, you know, but th- there there is some of the stuff that Steven was talking about last episode. D- do you care to expand on that a little bit? What was I talking about last episode? About how the matches were long, Steven. Yeah, yeah, and, and this one kind of just continued the uh, that theme. I-, I think night nights one and night two um, definitely hindered from it a little bit more. Night three definitely kept you more engaged a little bit, mm. um, but it, it still definitely suffered from that. There were a few matches where it's like. Okay, there's really no reason for this match to be this long, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and of course, they do have the uh, the you know the, the comedy match, the the comedy match for uh, Battle of Los Angeles. And it was good. It was yeah. funny. Yeah, it was but, fine, but it was very long. It was, it was very long. It was very long. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, something to keep in mind here when watching these PWG shows. Um, one could argue that they've been slowly declining over the years, mm. um, just because of you know how talent is getting um, just just reaped over by you know uh, WWE or AEW or New Japan. They're all they're signing all these guys. Ring of Honor. They're signing all these guys, right? And um, so yes, uh, over time. Uh, probably you could probably go back to about 2016 or 2017. That's w- when it really started, you know, kind of going down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of signed guys on, on this card, though. Yes, uh, lots of signed guys. Um, very, specifically AEW guys mm-hmm. uh, and Ring of Honor guys. Um, but yeah, I'm 
I would still say that yes, this this night here is very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the theme of PWG is it's a massive three bracket tournament. Uh, the the three finalists meet in the last match of the night, and it's an elimination three way match. The winner of the Battle of Los Angeles gets to pick any match of their choosing against any opponent of their choosing doesn't have to be a title match per se uh but uh that's what you get if you win the battle of los angeles yeah so it's it's definitely a very um a very big prize for any independent wrestlers out there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's why we're covering this here ladies and gentlemen is this is a you know obviously with everything going on in the world right now we want to encourage you to support independent wrestling uh, so while we are not a sponsor of HighSpots.com or Pro Wrestling Tees or any of these other companies, uh, definitely encourage you to uh, support your favorite independent wrestler or independent wrestling organization. Buy some merch if you can, and uh, yeah, you know, make sure that uh, some of these these guys and gals who you love watching uh, can uh, you know make a make a little bit of a living themselves right now. Yeah, well said. Well said, Tanner. Yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, so, night three kicks off in a big way. A, yeah. a real big way. Um, so, if you look at back at uh, the tournament and kind of where things are going, um, just to catch you up to speed, um, based on night uh, nights one and night two, uh, your quarter finalists here are Jonathan Gresham a kid, Ray Phoenix, Joey Janela, Brody King, Bandito, Jake Atlas, Dragon Lee, Pentagon Jr., Darby Allen, Jeff Cobb, and David Starr. It's a crazy list. Yes. <laughs> like like just read that list and that's all the reason you need to watch this show. Yeah. You know, it 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 really is if you're a fan of independent wrestling, this show really is a just absolutely stacked card Mm -hmm. and uh again night one kicks off really really hot with jake atlas versus dragon lee uh in a a dream match of sorts really considering you know what jake atlas pulled off on night two with jungle boy and then dragon lee's always very very good Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean this was filled with all sorts of crazy stuff i mean jake atlas was able to keep up the pace with dragon lee I felt, um, and uh, both put on a very good show. Yeah, no, absolutely. This was, uh, for an opener, it's crazy. Uh, this is one of the best matches on, on night three, in my opinion. Something about Jake Atlas, man. Like, obviously, Jake by himself is great, yeah. right? But he has this ability, and I know everyone talks about this ability from, like, pretty much every wrestler ever, but he has this ability to really put over the guy he's with. Mm-hmm. And, yes... That is a skill that a lot of people have, but Jake just does it differently somehow. Like him and Jungle Boy put on the best match of of that night, and then him and Dragon Lee put on one of the best matches of this night. And if mm. if we had two, three more nights, and Jake Atlas was on those cards, he would put on one of the better matches of, of the night. Mm. And uh, obviously, that's something to say about you know Jungle Boy and and. Uh, Dragon Lee, of course, but man, Jake Atlas, he's just so so good. He's he so is, good. yeah, he, he's he's very good, and I and I will agree with you um, in that regard. Yes, I do think that this was one of the best matches of the night. 
Uh, it was very, very well paced, mm-hmm. I thought, and uh, it, it it ended correctly. Um, you know, like like you criticized earlier, some of these matches went very, very long. Mm-hmm. This match was just over ten minutes, just shy of eleven minutes, really. Yeah, and uh, it was it was actually very, very good. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, so yeah, I uh, I actually graded this an A. Also gave it an A. Yes. Very, very solid match. Uh, Dragon Lee is your winner here via running knee strike, uh, and he advances to the semifinals. Yay! Yay! Uh, (laughs) Next match on the card, uh, Bandito versus Brody King. Uh, This is this this is a pretty interesting match. Um, Yeah. So right out of the get go, we we have both guys in there. They get their you know. An announcements or whatever yay bandito yay brother king woohoo yeah um but but then uh bandito grabs the mic and, mm-hmm. and starts uh, talking to the crowd and basically says something along the lines of uh hey brody king i know you were taught by a lucha libre teacher yeah wrestle a lucha match with me yeah is is basically what he said there uh so going into this match <laughs> Didn't know what to expect. I mean, Brody King, he's he's a massive man. He's a giant. Yeah, he, he's a freaking giant. So uh, I was I was wondering, like, are we gonna get some kind of like you know Bandito Ray Horace match, <laughs> but just substitute Ray Horace with Brody King? Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I mean, it, it was really good. There there were so that I will be honest with you, the be- the beginning kind of confused me because he's like wrestle a lucha match with me, and Brody yeah. King's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and then they they do that for like. About half the match, I would say. I would well, say roughly well, half of it. Well, they would they would do spots of it. Yeah, you know, like they they would have spots of lucha style where both guys are really going at it. But then, oh, just hit the mic. Sorry, no, just hit it again. It's, sorry, it's, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they would have spurts where both guys would be going at it really fast paced, mm. and then out of nowhere, shoulder charge, and then the match just kind of drops out. Not not drops out, but mm. slows down a lot, and we mm. get more of what. Uh, I personally know Brody King for, mm. um, but it, it was cool to see that dynamic where it's like, okay, it's going, it's going, okay, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Brody Brody King was definitely pulling out uh, some luchador skills. Oh yeah, um, but uh, beyond that, the second half of the match was more or less his his typical big man style match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bandito though, obviously the most over baby face in all of PWG. Um, probably one of the biggest baby faces in PWG history. Mm. Um, he hulked up, mounted his comeback, and uh, yeah, I have uh, Bandito here uh, winning via twenty-one plex. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave this match a B. It was it was solid. Uh, it wasn't out of, out of this world, but I did enjoy it with the uh, with the little uh, uh, bit of lucha spots that we got out of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I actually gave this match a B plus uh, specifically oh. for some of the things that we saw from Brody. We saw. Uh, you know, springboard attacks. We saw Hurricane Rana's. We saw top rope things from him. Um, and, and me personally, you know, I've only I've only seen a handful of Brody King matches, but mm. I know him as the shoulder charge power bomb guy. And, yeah, and, big, and to big see, man moves exactly. And, and to see him do a lot of stuff like this and keep up with Bandito, I had to give it that B plus. No, that's fair. I w- I would say that that's definitely fair. And uh, yeah. Um, Again, Bandito moves on mm-hmm. uh, just as Dragon Lee did to the semifinals. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Semifinals. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Um, our third match on the card here uh, A Kid takes on Jonathan Gresham. Uh-huh. Um, yes. So let me preface this by saying this um, 
I thoroughly enjoyed the match. Now, this match isn't necessarily for everyone. Correct. I, I think you had made note of that during the during our viewing of the show. Um, this is very technical wrestling heavy. Um, they do. Um, I, I would say a lot of the match, a, a lot of probably the first oh seven to eight minutes is chain like the first third maybe. Yeah, chain wrestling, grappling, that kind of thing. Uh, very, very much amateur wrestling kind of style stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, it breaks down to a point where uh, a kid feels like he gets disrespected by Jonathan Gresham at one point, mm-hmm. and they go full into into hands, open hand, you know, strikes, closed fist strikes. Um, yeah, it, it gets really wild. Um, it, it, the match itself goes about over 18 minutes and Jonathan Gresham, uh, continues the story here about, uh, you know, how he gets his wins in this tournament. Yep. Uh, he wins by ref stoppage and, uh, also advances to the semis here, yes. Steven. Yes. What did you make of the match? The match was incredible. Absolutely the best match on the card for me. Uh, A plus all around. Um, This match did something for me that... Okay, so my only problem with PWG matches is that it's it's just this guy and this guy fight and then they go at it. Where's the story? Where's the the intensity? Where's the tension? This match gave me that. Because it starts out with uh, with A Kid and Jonathan Gresham walking out. You know they they do the the handshake, the the show of respect. They actually did multiple handshakes. Both of the these guys, they're like, okay, I know you're great. Let's just have a clean match, right? And it really just starts to break down from there. And, and there's a couple spots where uh, I think the ref goes up to Gresham and he start he's trying to stop him uh, from hitting A Kid on the ropes. And then Gresham uh, pushes his hands out of the way, but he accidentally slaps A Kid. Mm. And that's the first time that that we see A Kid kind of start to get annoyed with him mm. and starting to sow some discourse. And then there's another part where he has him in the uh, figure four leg lock. Mm. Uh, Jonathan Gresham has A Kid in the figure four leg lock, mm-hmm. and uh, A Kid gets to the ropes. But I guess Gresham's like stuck in the in the hold and yes. he's not able to break it, so it, he has to get the ref to break it. His leg gets trapped in the hold, right? Mm-hmm. And then A Kid comes up and he's like, "What the hell, man? Yeah, I, I was on the rope. the The ref broke the hold. What the hell?" Jonathan's like, "Oh man, I was stuck. I'm sorry." Blah blah blah. And then it, it like you said, it really just breaks down from there. We we start getting closed fist strikes. Both mm-hmm. of these guys are really just going at it. I, I'm tangenting, I'm going on and on, but this match is fantastic. It, yeah. It's a PWG match with a fantastic story. Yes. Great. If if you're a fan of good chain wrestling, you know, good psychology, even if you're like an like a mixed martial arts fan, yeah. I would I would say that that this would uh, have some crossover appeal to you. Um very like I said scientific heavy. Um if you've been blessed enough to see Zack Sabre Jr.'s match with a kid, this will probably be right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, v- very similar things going on here with those matches. Um but yeah, this match was wonderful and again, uh Jonathan Gresham is your winner by referee stoppage. Yes. Uh very long match but very well deserved. Very much uh, a big fan of this match. So How long was the match? Uh, this match went da, 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 just over 18 minutes. Oh, man. Yes. Long See, that, match. That's a, that's a mark of a good match, though. 18 minutes did not even mm. feel like that. I, I also gave this match an A, yeah. by the way. Um, very, very good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let me see here. The following match on the card, uh, again, another quarterfinals match. Ray Phoenix versus Joey Janela. Um, so this is kind of where the point in the card has a little bit of a lull to it, I think. Um, I think this match went on much longer than there was any need for, to be honest with you. Just, uh, almost 16 minutes. <sighs> Um, yeah, I I would say you could have done this in in about 10 minutes, um, and it probably would have been much, much better, Mm -hmm. um, but they went 16, so it it is what it is. Um, I'm not, like I said last week on our bonus episode, I'm not the biggest fan of Joey Janela. Um, I really could have done with maybe Ray Phoenix advancing, because then you would have Ray Phoenix versus Jonathan Gresham in the finals, or semifinals, rather. Uh, But instead, it's Joey Janela, who, uh, after he uh, tried a little bit of, you know, shenanigans here and there, I I think he tried to, what was it, he tried to unmask uh, Ray Phoenix at one point. Yeah, he tries to unmask him pretty early on in the match, uh, and then they just kind of go from there. Yeah. It's a very... I don't want to use the word cookie cutter, yeah. but it's just a very generic match. It, yeah. it wasn't bad. Uh, it's definitely not a bad match. I don't want to say it's a bad match. It's just there's there was nothing really in the match where I was just like, oh, that's cool. I was just like, right. yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. I mean, Ray Phoenix normally gets me pretty hyped for for his matches, mm-hmm. um, but I think that he needs a certain kind of guy who who's, who who can work with him, and I think Joey Janela also needs a certain kind of guy, and they are not each other's guy. No, no, I, 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 agree. I would agree with that for yeah. sure. Um, we, we got the finish when uh, Joey Janela uh, basically just turns Ray's Phoenix, Ray Phoenix's mask around to yeah. where he can't see it, hits him with a super kick, yeah. hits him with a pin. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and then that's there, it. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave this a what? What did I give this? I gave this a C. I also gave it a C. It's a nice uh, uh, skirting passing grade. Yeah, just, I mean, it's fine. Like, if you're a fan of Ray Phoenix, give it a watch. If you're a fan of Joey Joey Janela, give it a watch. I mean, it's fine. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, is it anything where your mind's going to be blown by anything in the match? I mean, most likely not. If you do find something mind-blowing... Please let me know. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind being hit, wrong. Hit us up at Headlock Talk on Twitter. At Headlock Talk on Twitter. Yeah. Yes, please. I mean, it was fine. It's just neither of their best matches. It's fine. Yeah. I, I would say, yes, that's that's a very accurate assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, following this here was Pentagon uh, versus uh, um, Darby Allen. Um, yes. From what I recall here, in Ghost my, Boy. Ghost Boy. Yes. <laughs> from what I recall here, um, again, um, not the not the best match either of these guys could have. Like if if they did this again in AEW, I imagine it would be a very very good match. Um, but from what they did here, again, it was very slow, very plotting. They've they tried different injury angles during the match. This match went over 16 minutes, about mm-hmm. about 16 and a half minutes, and it was just, I mean, it was just not there. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I kind of felt the same way about this match that I did about the Joey Janelle and Ray Phoenix match. Yeah, no, pretty much. I, I'd kind of put them in the same category. Not a bad match, uh, not a good match, necessarily. There, there was that weird spot, like, smack dab in the middle of the match where... Um, Pentagon, like, I guess is selling his leg, uh, saying it's hurting him, and he's like ducking out of the match. And he, he even walks like all the way back into the locker room. And then 
right when he's about to leave, he's like, all right, cool, I'll go back in. And then he kind of just no-sells that leg for the rest of the match. Somewhat. And, I mean, he, he does go and grab it every now and then. He does actually... A, I felt he did a decent sell job on it, but there are times where he, like, you can kind of tell he forgets. But it's like, dude, you... uh your knee was hurting so bad that you can't even continue the match, and then two minutes later you're doing a Spanish fly off the top rope. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it just kind of didn't make much sense. Um, it, it wasn't like I said a bad match. Just again, it's neither of these guys' best match. You know? Right. It, it is what it is. Also, very long. It was very long. Yes, a very long match. Um, they did introduce a miniature ladder at one point. That thing was adorable. Yeah. I think um, it was super cute. Uh, <laughs> Pentagon hits uh, uh, Darby Allen with a, a pile driver. And we, we think it might be ac- accidental. He might have been trying to go for a destroyer. I'm not sure. Right. Well, because right after he hits that pile driver, they set the ladder right back up and then he hits a destroyer right off of it. And it's the exact same way that it was set up before. It's just, I think that maybe one of their grips had like slipped in a certain way. And, and Penta was like, okay, I'll just bring you down for a pile driver, keep it safe. And then we'll try this spot again. I think is what they were going for there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's, it's fine. It's okay. Whatever. Um, Darby Allen once again wins this match just as he did with the Black Taurus match uh, with uh, basically a, a figure four, uh, a se- semi figure four leg lock kind of thing. Uh, like it, it's almost like a like a submission trap pin. Yeah, yeah. Where he like he he basically goes. It's almost like a figure four or almost like a sharpshooter, and then he kind of turns his body and kind of bridges backwards so that mm-hmm. way you know the legs are trapped. And it's in a pin position, uh, so uh, he eliminates um, Pentagon uh, with that uh, that trap pin thingy. You mm-hmm. know that, that that's a thing. Yeah, it's a that's a thing. It it sure is. It it does the <laughs> job. All right. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, I gave this match a C. Yeah, I would say that's about right. Uh, I would say a C. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. Um, that's definitely the grade that I gave it. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> things started to pick up a little bit more here with this fo- this uh, following match here. Uh, Jeff Cobb took on David Starr. Now, these guys actually had an excellent match earlier this year um, in OTT. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, o- uh, David Starr, obviously current OTT champion. I don't think he was OTT champion at the time of this um, this match here. Uh, but um, he definitely played up more of those heel antics. Uh, you know, he came across as the biggest heel in all of the tournament, I feel, and this, yeah. this match here only highlighted and accentuated it more. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, th- this match, I-, I don't really know what to say about it. it- it's David Starr, Jeff Cobb. It- it's those two guys, and it's a great match. It- you kind of to a certain degree, know what you're getting with, with these guys. You know, you know you're going to get a quality match. Um, I mean, there there wasn't anything, you know, overly crazy or super unique that they did. I would say it, it was a pretty standard uh, Jeff Cobb David Starr match. That that's not a bad thing. Not trying to to criticize it in any way. In fact, that's a compliment. Both of these guys are great, and when they go out there and just do what they know how to do, you get. Matches like this, which are good, you know, it, it's not going to be written down as one of the best matches in history, but mm. it's a good match. 
It was good. Yeah. I, I, I ended up giving it a B minus. Mm. Uh, David Starr uh, nails Jeff Cobb with the title and then hits him with a hand stanson. Yes. Uh, for the win. Uh, so David Starr both defeats the current reigning PWG world champion as well as advances on mm-hmm. to the semifinals. Indeed. Uh, I give it a B. Yeah. yeah it's a good match. Yeah, it was good. Nothing nothing too crazy about it. Um, following this here um, is a match that I have tied here for the worst rating uh, in the night. Uh, Dark Order uh, took on Aramis and Ray Horace. Um, Ray Horace and Aramis, uh, fantastic, fantastic yes. uh, individuals, fantastic team, I thought. Um, I'm always a big fan of the luchador work uh, when it comes to PWG. I was going to say, especially in PWG. They yeah. do it well, yeah. They do it very, very well. They mm-hmm. know they know who to go out and, and, and book uh, for you know their, their lucha matches. Um, but Dark Order just does not mesh well with that style. Yeah, well, I mean, watching Dynamite every week, is there very many teams that Dark Order does mesh well with? You know? Like, Dark Order is very strange to me, because, like, I don't necessarily have anything against Dark Order. In fact, I think both of them are talented individuals, but it's just something about when they get in the ring with almost anyone else. It's like, everything that they know how to do it just comes out sloppy, you know? And, and I, I don't know if that's necessarily their fault or if, you know, maybe they didn't have enough practice with this match or they don't have very good chemistry with these guys. I'm not really sure exactly what it was. But, I mean, Dark Order, they're not bad, you yeah. know? They're they're talented guys. But this match should be better than it was, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, by, by all rights here, yes, it should be better than what it actually turned out to be. Um, I wish I knew... Uh, I, I, I guess... I, I wish I knew why uh, the Dark Order were, were the ones chosen for this match, right? Right. I mean, you could have... You could have put something else together. Best friends. Best friends. Po- possibly could have worked. Um, you could have done... I don't know any number of different things, yeah. but I mean, I'll take Dark Order. It's fine, right? It's not it's not the worst, but this definitely was not um, anywhere near the best. Um, it it was again. I have it tied as the worst match on the card, mm-hmm. um, next to another one that we'll we'll discuss. Yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs> what what uh, what'd you give it? I gave it a C minus. Mm. C minus. I uh, I did not rate it. Uh, Ooh, I. <laughs> I didn't care for it. I, I thought oh. it. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it brought the card down. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Tanner's my hype man now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, rest in peace, headphone users. Yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I didn't give it a rating. It. I did not enjoy this match. Yeah, this this was. <laughs> 15 minutes that I wish I had back. Yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Now I will watch mm. uh I will watch everyone individually again for sure. I'll watch Dark Order again. Yeah. I'll watch Aramis and Ray Horse again. 100%. All those guys are talented. This match though, 
didn't come together. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. If, if if you like Dark Order, if you like Ray Horace and and um, Aramis, then this might be for you. I don't know. You guys have it to go. Yeah, watch it. Check it out. It's yeah. it's fine. It's not going to ruin your tournament experience. Right. Well, I mean, all of pretty much every other match on the card is worth checking out. And so, if you're checking out those matches, you'll have that match anyway. Yeah. So you can check it out if you want to. Um, skip it if you want to. It really doesn't matter, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then had our first semifinals match of the evening. Joey Janela took on Jonathan Gresham. Now, again, if it was Ray Phoenix in here instead of Jonathan Gresham, this would have been a very different match. Uh, but we have Joey Janela. He's you know been around the block in PWG for a long, long time. Uh, so, of course, here, in possibly his last PWG match, he gets the nod he, you know, to, uh, to have this match here with Jonathan Gresham. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> uh, Joey Janela here, the story is he, he continues to try and, like, out hardcore, you know, Jonathan Gresham. Whereas Gresham's, again, going for the more scientific approach, you know, trying to, you know, out... Uh, skill Janelle as far as technique and uh, submissions. Um, there is a, a pretty cute spot where Joey Janela uh, insists on continuing to throw chairs into the ring, and yet, you know, when, when his back is turned, Jonathan Gresham will like he'll he'll remove the chairs from the ring, and then Janela gets up onto the ring apron and he looks in the ring. And he's like, "Oh, what the?" Because <laughs> all the chairs are gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that that was pretty funny. Um, but um, he, here's again what I really like about um, Jonathan Gresham here in this tournament. They continue to play up, you know, that he's going to submit you or get a ref stoppage. Right? He's mm-hmm. not going to win by pin. He, he's going to just make you quit. Right. And uh, he he frustrates Janelle to the point where he's able to get the octopus hold locked in, and he gives uh, Janelle no choice. But to tap out. Gives him a walloping. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, um, I actually really like this match, personally. Mm. Uh, I think this is probably Joey Janela's best match from from this whole event, night one, two, three. I would agree. Um, I would I would actually 100% agree. Yeah. At first, I thought Joey Janela with Jonathan Gresham's a super weird mashup that might not really work all that well. Um, but... Joey mm. Janela really impressed me in this match. Uh, l- like you said, Jonathan Gresham was still definitely going for the more technicality, um, whereas Janela was just going for, you know, I'm going to beat you any way that I can. Yes. But then about halfway through the match, Janela started doing some more technical moves, trying to keep up with Jonathan Gresham. Obviously, Gresham is freaking the octopus himself, so you're not going to keep up with him. But it was cool to try to see Janela, you know, try to it, it, at least give him some kind of... Uh, you know, some kind of offense that, you know, maybe Gresham wasn't accustomed to or maybe even expected out of Janela. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, like you said, we get the ending with the referee stoppage with the octopus stretch. Um, right. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was a good match. I gave this match a B. Um, I, I I thought it was a good one. Janela, Gresham, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gave it a B minus, yes. Um again, good stuff. Pro- yeah. probably again Janelle's best match that he had all tournament. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's not, it's not bad. Um 
our next semifinals match here. Oh man, was yes. this good? Yes. Um, Dragon Lee versus Bandito. Um, goodness. Um, this is this is all that you would really ever want and more out of these two guys. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, what's amazing here um, with this match? It only went about twelve minutes. Wow. Yeah, very quick. Um, I I wish I could have had five more minutes of this because yeah. it was very, very good. See, some matches on here, they don't need to go as long as they, they are. This match deserved to go on much longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, w- with this one, I kind of consider this one uh, similar, not, not in like style sense, but similar to the Cobb and Star match where it's like there wasn't anything that was like freaking crazy it was almost exactly what you expected from these guys. And that's not a bad thing. You know, like I said, that's a compliment. These guys are very talented. So you see them on the card, you're like, that's going to be a good match. And it was. It just wasn't incredible. You know? Um, I, I will rebut that yeah. to a degree. Um, obviously, these guys were hitting each other really hard. There was, I mean, obviously, both men are master luchadors. Just absolute masters at Lucha Libre. And at one point, Bandito hits probably the highest and probably most long-distance moonsault that I've ever seen anybody hit. He goes to the uh, the, the top of, of one of the corners and just leaps as high as he possibly could. I, I would say he, he went near balcony level. Yeah. And um, when he landed on Dragon Lee, he was almost near the bar area. Which is a pretty good distance away. Um, so I don't know if he like landed and his body just slid all the way over there or what. But that's where he ended up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was that was an incredible moonsault. Um, Bandito here is your winner in about 12 minutes um, with a 21-plex into a deadlift German suplex. So he had to hit it twice in order to... Uh, get uh, the pin on Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee, uh, excuse me, took the mic after uh, after the uh, performance and uh, after the match, rather, and uh, congratulated Bandito and encouraged him to go to the finals and mm-hmm. win yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Um, yeah, but I apologize. I had some really good kolaches <laughs> from Round Rock Donuts this morning. Uh, yes, I, I've, I'm. I'm kind of feeling this fat gentleman vibe here i see yeah (laughs) fat gentleman (laughs) (laughs) no but uh yeah this was a good match uh i ended up giving it a b um right skirting the line on the b plus uh mark for me personally um like i said it was a good match i don't i don't know if maybe this is my fault for hyping it up maybe i expected a little too much out of it um it was a good match it was a good match yeah Watch it. <laughs> I gave it. I gave it an A. There, there you go. I, I loved it. There you go. <laughs> Again, I wish it went longer, but that's that's just me. Uh, the following match here: David Starr versus Darby Allen in the semifinals as well. Uh, David Starr picks up the win in just under six minutes. Um, really, not a lot to write about here. That's uh, that's what I wrote. There's not really a lot happened. To um, be honest. Yeah, David Starr dominated most of it. Darby Allen did mount some comebacks here and there, um, but David Starr did, was dominant here in in uh, reaching the finals. Um, again, nothing crazy, uh, but um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, most of the match, like. 
was uh, David Starr and Aubrey Edwards kind of going at it, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was like most of it. That, that was that that was a highlight of the match. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Oh, you liked it a lot. I liked it. I liked it a lot because it it's it's what. Okay. Okay. <sighs> when I say I liked it a lot, what what I'm I guess I'm trying to get at here is uh, this is what the David Starr versus Orange Cassidy match from night one should have or was it night one. Night two should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went in there. He completely dominated the match. He sold very well as a heel. That's all you really want out of David Starr in this environment. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. See, like what I was saying with, with PWG, uh, where there's not a lot of story, you know, this match was kind of that. It, it was just go in there, and then yeah. now the match is over. I, I can and, see your point. And, and yeah. so that's why I was kind of like, Eh? Because if you're not going to give me any story, you need to give me some primo wrestling. Right. Primo. Right. And so if if you don't give me story, give me the primo wrestling. If you don't give me primo wrestling, why am I watching it? Oh. That, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. No, I definitely get it, man. Uh, I gave it a B-. minus. I Like I said, I hyped it up. I like it. It was effective as a match. I agree with you, but yeah, I rated it a B minus, C. Oh, personally, passing grade. Uh, like I said, wasn't bad, but nah. hey, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll move right along then. Yeah, there, there's a few matches on this card that I would absolutely go back and watch. That is not one of them. No, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I, I, I would agree with you uh, to an extent there. Um, our penultimate main event. Goodness. Uh, Caveman Ugg uh, forms a team with Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, Artemis Spencer, and the debuting Paris De Silva against Team uh, Black Taurus, <laughs> uh, who consists of, well, Black Taurus. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just out there managing the match. He's just like, he's, good job. He's like, I'm a bull. <laughs> um, uh, so Black Taurus teams with Mick Moretti, Lucky Kid, Tony Deppin, and Kyle Fletcher. Um, Ozzy Earl himself. Yes. Um, this match went 26 minutes long. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Most of it is comedy. Yeah, but it's not anywhere close to the ten man ten ten person tag match that was in 2016. Mm-hmm. That match is legendary. Yeah, this match here, uh, it's a it's worth skipping to be quite honest with you. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is again the the one match that is tied for worst match on the card for me. Yeah, um, definitely skippable for sure. Uh, if you're a real big fan of just silly, wacky comedy wrestling, sure, give it a go. Yeah. Um, th- really, this match would have been so much better 
had it just been like literally 15 minutes shorter than what it was. Yeah. Um, th- there were some cool spots. You know, Orange Cassidy jumps off the balcony. Yes. That was dope. There was a spot where uh, all of uh, Team Ugg got sunglasses on and they all did the Orange Cassidy shtick. That was cool. <laughs> uh, there there was a, a suicide dive spot where literally every single person in the match took turns doing a suicide dive onto the outside. Yes. And that was like way deep into the match already too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, nah. I mean, as Stevens just described, this is not a bad match because nobody worked hard. Everybody worked pretty hard in this match. Yes, everyone worked very hard. Um, but I will say that this match is is just so long. So long. Yeah, this so, is the best example of that, of just cutting the match time down yeah. to really up the quality of it. Yeah. Honestly. This is true. Uh, I didn't give it a rating. I, I gave it a C minus. Mm. Yeah, mm. Um, which is debatable as far as passing grades are concerned. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, this is probably the only match on the card that had I rated it, probably mm-hmm. wouldn't got wouldn't have gotten a passing grade. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. If it was shorter, it would have. Hey, well, hey, there's but, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, we have the finals. Uh, David Starr versus Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito. Uh, really an all-star cast here in your finals. Um, yes. You have uh, probably the best performer in uh, you know, Jonathan Gresham during th- throughout the whole tournament. Um, you have the top baby face throughout the entire tournament, Bandito. And then you also have David Starr at the top heel throughout the whole tournament. Uh, so it really makes sense that all three of these guys are there. Bandito's obviously the sentimental favorite because he came so close to winning it last year uh, in, in 2018. Right. Um, and he's kind of been on a destiny in PWG to get his rematch with Jeff Cobb. And uh, this match here, it, I think it went just about as long as it needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, you have spots where... Uh, you know, obviously, David starts playing to the crowd with his heelish antics. Uh, you have, you know, Jonathan Gresham just being awesome, <laughs> and, and and of course Bandito flying around. Uh, Bandito obviously a little bit slower here in this match than maybe he was in some of the spots uh, and, and some of the other matches else otherwise for the weekend. I mean, he'd have he has. I mean, what this was his like fifth or sixth match fifth, of the weekend, pro- probably fifth or sixth match. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is crazy. I can't blame him for slowing down a little bit. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, here's another story. Um, uh, story time. Uh, according to Jonathan Gresham's wife, uh, Jordan Grace. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good for them. There you go. Um, apparently, Jonathan Gresham had um, the night before he'd been suffering from headaches, and he went to the hospital and. He was diagnosed with a lymph node infection and still went out here on night three and wrestled three matches. Yes, he, he wrestled for probably collectively over an hour um, and, and did with that With a all. brutal lymph node infection. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Man. Um, so basically, with the finals here, it's elimination style. Um, the winner gets, again, the pick of their match itself and a pretty nice-looking trophy. Um, Jonathan Gresham eliminates David Starr by referee stoppage um, after about, mm, I would say, probably about 10 minutes 
somewhere within around that that neighborhood. Another ref stoppage. Yes, another ref stoppage. Uh, Bandito and Jonathan Gresham then lift up the tempo, and this this is where things got really good here in the finals. Um, just really good chain work mixed with lucha work. It just made a lot of sense. Um, and and at one point, Jonathan Gresham latches in. I would say probably on on a few different occasions, he latches in those same kind of submissions in on Bandito. And referee Rick Knox is like looking at Bandito. He's like about to stop the match. And Bandito's shaking his head. No, no, no. And then he gets back in there. He, he starts pleading with Bandito. Hey, you know, are you, do you give up? Do you give up? And he's about to call the match off again. And Bandito just, he like powers out of Jonathan Gresham mm-hmm. and just like slams him. And it's just, this is such a good match here. Yeah. Um, I, I gave it uh, an A minus. Bandito picks up the win, of course, with the twenty one plex. Jonathan Gresham got really, really over here in this match, in my eyes and in the eyes of the PWG fans. This was a great tournament for him, mm-hmm. um, and I uh, can't wait to see where he goes from here uh, between his work in Ring of Honor and PWG. To be honest, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I definitely agree with all of that. It, it was a very very good match, and I, I like one thing that you said there, and, and it really, it, it just makes a lot of sense to me. The match made sense. It, it just flowed so well, mm-hmm. and, and their styles just meshed super, super well. You got this, it was weird, because like, Bandito has that lucha style, mm-hmm. and Gresham has that technical style, mm-hmm. and then both of them just kind of fused that style together, yeah. and wrestled, both of them wrestled that way. You know what I mean? Right. So we saw a lot of moves that from Bandito that maybe Gresham is used to doing, and, and vice versa with, with Gresham as well. Right. Like, like there's one spot where Bandito had... Jonathan Gresham trapped in like in like a modified arm bar that like Gresham was like I'm sure he's he's familiar with it it's an arm bar but it's like I don't think he expected it from Bandito right um, and you can kind of see it in his face too yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of modified in a way where he's like uh what yeah he's like wait am I really here right now yeah what's, <laughs> what's going on um but yeah I mean I, th- I thought it was um, a very good way to cap off the finals I would have liked I mean if again I think I gave it what um what did I give this match I, I gave this match an a minus mm. um again probably again up, up there with the top matches I would say um but yeah Bandito and Jonathan Gresham really performed very very well if anything I would have liked to see a little bit more out of David Starr yeah I know that he can rise to the occasion in the big match um but hey making it to the finals is no uh easy feat either right. so that, that's what I have to say about this match yeah yeah no it, it was just a really really good match uh very very clean match uh made a lot of sense uh I gave it an A very yeah. good one yeah Awesome, awesome. Congratulations, obviously, to Bandito for winning the 2019 Battle of Los Angeles. Indeed. He, uh, just as a, an epilogue to everything here, he would go on to defeat Jeff Cobb to win the PWG uh, World Heavyweight title. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. No, there's no other person more deserving than Bandito for that. Uh, so, yeah, um, great sh- uh, series of shows, I thought. Pretty awesome. Obviously, there's some lulls, but if you enjoyed our reviews of this here, we might have a little bit of an extra treat for you in a little in a little while. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll mm-hmm. we'll kind of take a break from the PWG bonus episodes, and we'll give you guys something a little bit different um, over the next couple weeks, at least. So, I got a quick question for you, Tanner. Yes. Best match of the tournament? 
goodness. Um, so I would probably go with, oh man, man, Jake Atlas versus Jungle Boy was just really, really awesome. I no. I can't get that match out of my head. I would say yeah, Jake Atlas versus Jungle Boy. That was a really really good one for sure. But before tonight, I probably would have said A Kid versus Lucky Kid. Uh, I thought that was a super super great match. Um, but after watching night three, I got to give it to uh, Jonathan Gresham versus A Kid. Well, just what a spectacular match that was. Yeah, I would agree. I would I would definitely agree that that's a very very good match. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, A Kid versus Jonathan Gresham. That's that's a good pick as well. I can't I can't frown on that pick. Well, and and I would say probably in that same conversation would probably for me at least also be Bandito versus uh, uh, Dragon Lee. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean that that's the that's the thing about all three nights. Like, there's something for everyone on, on all of the cards, and there's you know one or two matches every night. That are just killer, killer matches. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I give Battle of Los Angeles 2019 an A plus if that counts for anything. It, it was a very, very good show. Uh, definitely had some lulls for sure, um, but I, I mean, what show doesn't? You know that, that you're not gonna. It, it's very hard to do a perfect show. That that's a very hard thing to do. So yeah. I, I'm not gonna knock them for it too much uh, with with the the lulls that we talked about. But overall, just just a really really great event. Yeah, I, I would say overall, uh, I would say an A plus is about right. Um, I may, maybe a little bit. I, I, maybe, maybe maybe an maybe, A. Maybe closer to an A. Yeah, because there are um there there are some matches that are just like uh okay, mm-hmm. but. It is what it is, man. I can't complain too much. Yeah, exactly. Um, next week, uh, we will give you some more bonus content. Bonus. Yes. Yes, indeed. Sorry, that was a lot. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, if you are a fan of British wrestling, I'll give you a little tip. You'll really like this next series here over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> it's not much of a tip, but there's a little bit of something. There's a little bit of a, a little bit of a hint. Yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> yeah, little, just, just a taste. Just a, just a little bit of a taste here. <laughs> um, so, I guess uh, uh, for now, this is see you later. Yeah. <laughs> well, t- take care. Enjoy the rest of your week. Don't forget, guys, hit us up on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Again, Headlock Talk on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also uh, would very much appreciate if you go to the top of your screen there and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or anywhere else for that matter. We greatly appreciate you listening, of course. Of course. And um, yeah, uh, check out <laughs> check out our WrestleMania 36 review shows, uh, part one with Mags from uh, Badlands Podcast. That episode's called Magsomania. And uh, also check out uh, our night two review, After Dark 3.5, Staying Alive. Yes. Those were some wild shows. Both are I, very fun. I can't I can't recommend them enough. <laughs> I, I love them. Um, and uh, thank you to our guests for being on that show. Yes, of course. Steven, is there anything else that I'm missing? I think you hit everything, man. All righty. Well, we'll get out of here. Uh, Y'all take care. Enjoy the rest of your day and have yourselves a wonderful rest of the week. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys.
thank you guys. I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman, and as always, the man to my right, my right-hand man, the man with the plan, one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Later. Bye-bye! Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts, we focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl too, because I use CoverGirl Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation, America's number one anti-aging foundation brand. Simply Ageless is skincare and makeup in one. It instantly reduces the look of wrinkles and even skin tone. With hyaluronic complex and vitamin C for plump skin and a healthy youthful glow. So be a cover girl like me. And me. And get better skin at any age. Try Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation from easy, breezy, beautiful CoverGirl. Cover girl.